Welcome to the Synapse Nips podcast, where we explore the power of health and healing. On this podcast, we will be talking with health experts, professionals, and leaders about hot topics in the world of health. Whether it's tools to help you flourish, successful stories to inspire, or tips to optimize your health, Synapse Nips is here to help you take the first steps towards living your best life. Welcome to Snap Snips. I'm Dr. Troy Spurl with uh, Dr. Josh Wallard and Marquis. It's been a while since we put out a podcast. I want to apologize for that right out of the gates. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. We've bad. been busy. Wait till you see what we've got coming, though. It's, it's all good. So um, with that, uh, we're going to do a brief talk today about something we've been seeing quite a bit lately. That's dizziness and vertigo. And then I've got an announcement at the end. Marquis, your job is to remind me of the announcement at the end. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, uh, digits and vertigo. So you've been seeing a lot of this uh, too, Josh? Yeah, in the last, I don't know, month or two probably. Yeah. And it's not the traditional vertigo. When people come in with dizziness, spinning dizziness like vertigo, we often find the crystal in the ear problem, Yep. BPPV. That's an easy fix usually. You put a person on their back with their head in a certain position and it clears that issue really quickly for most people. The people that we have coming in lately with the same symptoms, they'll get positional or change in position triggers of dizziness. They're not having the crystal in the ear problem. They're getting that from what I found, a lot of infectious stuff. I don't know what you're you're seeing. I'm seeing a lot of inflammation and um, and, uh, some infection too. And there's some some caveats to that too. So Yeah, and some of my patients um, have even done the Epley maneuver. So the maneuver you're talking about is the Epley maneuver. You can actually Google it. Some of them have done it at home, and they get some temporary relief from it. Um, If it is truly a crystal scenario, you will get full relief. And so that's how you kind of know. So you can Google Epley maneuver, and um, that's (laughs) E-P-L-E-Y maneuver. And uh, that can give you some guidance if you've got some actual dizziness or vertigo. Because you can do it yourself at home. It can be hard. Because it if it's if it's positive for that, you're yeah. going to feel like you're on a roller coaster in that That's position. true. It's hard to, and hard you to do stay it yourself. There. Usually yeah. I tell people, I'm going to force you to stay there because that's the fix. Yep. It's hard to force yourself to stay in that it position. It is, yeah. yeah. I had a few patients try that, though, and uh, and it's yeah, worked it work. in the past. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, But besides that, uh, mm-hmm. we've been finding different things. Uh, what are some of the infections that you were running into? Well, I don't know if it's uh, some sort of seasonal infection coming through. I've had a, a couple people either with a, seems like a viral, although one yeah. of the one of the person that I just last week saw a patient where she was COVID positive and had this. And I know we've seen this with COVID. Yeah. I don't know if it's a mild COVID strain going around or if it's some other viral infection, but yeah. I'm seeing that post viral infection for a week or two, people have some of that dizziness. I've also seen it in a few of my Lyme patients yeah. recently too. And then also with uh, stress and neck tension. I've had, a, like you said, a, a big uptick in this recently. Yeah, and I've seen consistently neck tension. And yeah. they all say it feels like it's coming from my neck. Mm-hmm. That's what I, or the majority of them are saying that. So it's been, uh, it's been, it's unique. I'm going to say that because in 30 years, I've not seen this type of scenario with dizziness en masse, like I'm seeing it right now. So in the last yeah. month, um, yeah, and I agree there's, there's definitely been, um, like almost like a flu like scenario yeah. attached to it. Mm-hmm. And then recently we've been checking a lot of people, um, with, uh, EMF type scenarios and they're all EMF reactive to either just general electric currents, but more so 
all of them except for one, I think, were also reactive to their cell phones, which is like a 4G, 5G type of thing. Yeah. And uh, I just want to touch base on that just a little bit because there's something to that. Um, the short version of the whole EMF thing that uh, has come on our radar a little bit more is very, very intriguing because when it comes to just how EMFs work, um, EMFs stand for electromagnetic frequencies. And so basically it's different frequencies that you can't see that get put out. And so we have all kinds of different things that can do that. Radio waves, microwaves, uh, cell phone towers, electric currents coming into your house. And so uh, I'm going to use that as the example. When you have electric current in the house, you have to ground the house. So at some point, the electrician comes in and grounds everything down into the earth. There's a reason for that. It's because when the sun shines, it breaks up the molecules in the atmosphere, in the air, into protons and electrons. And so we end up getting these electrons in the cloud formation, everything, and lightning and thunder and rainstorms rain down, and the electrons go back down into the soil. That's important for us because we need those electrons. We need electrons to produce energy. Mm -hmm. So when we touch the earth with our bare feet, our hands, or in the soil, or in the grass and the dirt, we get those electrons. And we've talked about on this uh, podcast many times before about how important mitochondria is. But mitochondria basically is the energy of your cells. Mm -hmm. And this is where I'm I'm getting to the viral part of it here. (laughs) Hang with me. For the mitochondria to work, you need... First and foremost, one oxygen molecule and one glucose molecule. Together, they, they'll make 37 ATP. Mm-hmm. That's the energy that powers the cell. You also need your thyroid working properly to turn that on. You need reduced inflammation so that the inflammation is not blocking all of these things to get into the cell. And then once those things get into the cell, they activate your mitochondria through the electron transport chain. Mm-hmm. So that just pictured, if you can, the electrons being passed down this chain and each time they like uh, uh, cycle up the mitochondria to produce the energy. Mm -hmm. So if you're oxygen deficient, like with anemia or glucose deficient, like with diabetes or uh, thyroid deficient, like autoimmune thyroid, Mm -hmm. then you can't make that work. But if you're electron deficient, same thing happens. One of the first responses with the mitochondria is it it activates your immune system to protect the DNA. It's inflammatory. initially, and then there's a high level of antioxidants. So one of the theories is that if your mitochondria is working properly really well, you don't get viral infections. And so that is uh, one component of our immune system response that's not really talked about. Mm -hmm. So for whatever reason, we're seeing a lot of people recently, or I am, with the dizziness and the vertigo, where it is like a neck tension thing, and they get some relief temporarily from treatments. But there's also some other scenarios going on, and it's a lot of our mitochondrial compromised people. Yeah, so that way it can be either a muscle-specific mitochondrial problem, but it could also be a brain-specific inflammatory mitochondria issue. Yes. I've seen both of, and sometimes in combination. Yeah, right, exactly. So it's very tricky. I've not really seen this uh, a lot in uh, over the years, but uh, we're we're seeing a lot of mitochondrial stuff, and maybe it's on our radar a little bit more because people are not responding to the traditional things as efficiently. It's taking longer to, to correct what used to be like a easy no-brainer. <laughs> Typically a change in diet and better exercise is enough to get those mitochondria going. Yeah, reduce your inflammation. Yeah. 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 
And so uh, I've had to, I've gotten more people actually walking on the the soil and mm -hmm. and the beach and yeah. and the sand and and We more than I ever here. have. We do have beaches in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, for the two months out of the year. Well, that's the problem. I tell I tell people that because they say, "Can I just go outside?" and and that is good. There's yeah. benefits to that alone. But here in Minnesota, eight months out of the year, you really can't. Yeah, yeah. and unless you are a Canadian Minnesotan like myself, <laughs> where I do go out in the wintertime bare feet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you are the exception. Uh, yeah. So, But I've also not missed a day of work from mm -hmm. viruses in 30 years. So maybe yeah, there's something there's to that. Something to yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, my weird uh, Canadian habits have uh, paid off. <laughs> Yeah, so we all go outside barefoot. <laughs> yeah, Excuse we'll treat the frostbite, frostbite later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, with that, yeah, reducing the inflammation is very, very key. But there is a component to the old, um, to, to the whole scenario as far as just reducing inflammation and then just getting some some actual attachment to the to the ground and into the air, clean air, and just I'm going to put this out there too because I heard. Um, somewhere in uh, I think it's Congress or something like that right now where Bill Gates is proposing to actually block the sun to help with uh, <laughs> the world uh, climate change stuff I'm just going to state this right here that is catastrophic that's a bad idea, that's a bad, <laughs> yeah. bad idea. We need the sun. Yeah. he needs to stick to computers I think because yeah. that that's horrible we need, we need those electrons. So uh, we have been referring more than ever than I've ever referred. Um, I've been referring a lot to grounding mats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's some pros and cons to that still as far mm -hmm. as some of the electromagnetic um, the, the components that can come from that. But being outside in mm -hmm. the actual um, earth and grounding mm -hmm. that way is pretty Yeah, I, I think good. the grounding mat is a good middle ground. Yeah. Because I've been recommending probably more than anything sleep mats. Yeah. Me too. And they yeah. can be pads that go over the bed or different things like that. And, you know, 12, 8 hours, 6 hours, depending on how long you're in bed, laying in bed, you're grounded. Yeah. Usually you're not at all, right? Because you're yep. on a mattress, on a bed frame, on, you know, in the in the house, which isn't going to be grounded unless you're plugged into the wall, <laughs> which is what these grounding mats are, right? So yep. it's, it's a plug. And the only thing that you're putting in the outlet really is that bottom prong? Yes, that's the ground wire. And there is there is some evidence that you get a little bit of the electric electric feedback. So some people still won't be able to tolerate grounding mats, mm -hmm. but you get way more benefit from yeah. the electrons that come up from the earth and grounding. Mm -hmm. Now I will say this: if you you have to make sure your house is actually grounded. Yeah, most companies sell a tester. Yeah, I know we've te we're trying different companies. Out. Yep. I know one of them. It's earthing.com. We're not affiliated with them in any sense right now, but they will sell you a, a ground tester. Um, that company, by the way, this is the the individual that pioneers this idea, Clint Ober. Yeah. He's been on a few podcasts re recently. He's a he's an interesting listen. He's an old yeah. school guy. He actually was in telecommunications, grew up as a rancher, I think. Yes. So he explains it in layman terms, I think, really well. Yeah. So yeah, he's kind of the the forefather with a lot of this stuff. Yes. And he yeah. he tells a story of uh of growing up uh, as a rancher mm -hmm. and had a friend who uh, was Native American and went to see the grandmother who was in a teepee and he walked in with shoes on into the teepee and she said, "Get those off. They will make you sick." And so that, that speaks volumes. It yeah. is fascinating because that's something that they recognized and, 
And it makes sense because yeah. our shoes are literally buffering us from oh, yeah. receiving those electrons. Mm -hmm. Same with the cement of every building, same with the highways that we have. Yeah. We're literally, the way to say it is we're like batteries and a mitochondria needs to be recharged. And yeah. we've been focusing for the years on oxygen, sugar, all these different things but we might have it completely backwards where it's really an electron deficiency and those set up everything a else. lot of everything yeah. else. Cause there's a lot, there's a great book out there called The Invisible Rainbow, The History of Electricity and Life. Hmm. And he, uh, this medical doctor uh, states an argument for how it was the beginning of our electric grid that created the mass diabetes yeah. and uh, even anxiety and um, cancers. Yeah. And, a lot of things in history, we still had them, but they weren't globally starting to increase until we started messing with our electric grid. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's a fascinating read. It's kind of a, he's very, very, uh, he goes deep into it and there's a lot of uh, resources. He's got like a hundred pages of references. So it's a, yeah, it. yeah it's a well-referenced uh, documented book. So those two resources, Clint Ober, yeah. and um, what's his website again? Earthing.com. Yep, earthing.com. Yep, easy to remember. Yep. They have a really fascinating study. I'm not sure if it was them, but it was all about autoimmunity, inflammation, a couple other chronic diseases like that. Pain was another one, pain yes. and sleep and cortisol. Yeah. They were testing individuals. All they did was have them sleep on these grounding mats. And over time, with just the grounding mats compared to people who weren't grounded, they saw improvements in circadian rhythm, cortisol, pain improvements, but that alone, nothing else. Yeah. So to your point, what we're trying to do for some of our patients now is is to say, if you can start grounding at night or other points during the yeah. day for sure, that may be the key to slowly turning around some of this chronic inflammation. Yeah, absolutely. And if we if we get those electrons, your mitochondria stop start upregulating. Your mitochondria's first job before it's to actually power up your cell is to protect the cell. So against intracellular pathogens, which are viruses, Lyme, and parasites. Yeah. So you don't get viruses, Lyme, and parasites when your mitochondria are fully functioning properly. You just don't get sick. Yeah. So, and that, what's funny is like uh, early in my twenties is when I was diagnosed with a mitochondrial myopathy. Mm -hmm. My problem was mitochondria majorly and everything I did was to help my mitochondria with what we knew at the time. Yeah. And then I've never been sick since, mm -hmm. like not even like a bug or anything that missed a yeah, exactly. day of work. Yeah. Some bad yeah. sushi maybe once. <laughs> <laughs> Still, yeah, yeah. mitochondria are key. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so with the people that that are getting the vertigo and the dizziness, this is one of the tools we've been trialing just to get them over that. Uh, but you mentioned parasites. It's interesting that yeah. I, I saw two weeks ago a patient where is the dizziness and it was a parasite protocol that ended up getting her out of it. Yes, yeah, same, same with one of mine mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Or t no, two. Yeah. yeah. So uh, th we kind of lump them all together because I really think it's a mitochondrial issue and bacteria or uh, Lyme uh, parasites and viruses can all trigger the mechanism yeah. that's causing the ultimate uh, dizziness. And the one thing I will say is when you have any type of sinus pressure, it refers to your scalenes, which are the muscles on the front of the neck. And so it's a chicken and an egg scenario where mm. is it the neck tension causing the vertigo or is what's happening internally in the brain or the sciences from an infection that wasn't properly dealt with triggering the neck tension. Yeah. And I am landing on the fact that it's more the, the latter. 
So sure. the neck is a, is a symptom, even though everyone's got it. Yeah. Uh, we also see intestinal inflammation cause neck tension like that. And then regular stress, of course, but, uh, mm -hmm. but I'm finding most of it's coming from the head itself. Yeah. I wanted to, to provide a warning quick on the grounding. Yes. So just a lot of people have heard of a detox reaction or Herx. Right. And that usually happens when you give a compound antibiotic or herb or something else that's going to get the immune system kicked into gear to clear up junk. Yes. Right? You could have the same thing with a grounding mat. Absolutely. I've heard of this before where all of a sudden your body gets that free flow of electrons that it's not able to get previously. And all yeah. of a sudden the body says, oh, hey, I'm going to clean house and I'm going to clear this thing out and yes. kick it out. I've told a few people, you know, if that happens and you wake up in the middle of the night, unplug that thing, you yep. know, unplug the grinding pad, start slower if you need to. I had that exact scenario. They're, they're actually a patient coming in later today. So oh, right. I have that exact, <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah. conversation we're going to have because yeah, yeah. it's a good sign. It tells mm -hmm, us it it's is. working. Yep. Uh, it's powering up your mitochondria, which is great, but you've got to also, if Such you're really backlog. sick, yeah, yeah. it's got to, you got to slowly push it through. So mm -hmm. you got to just ease yourself into it. Some, many people can't go right away into an all night full thing. Yeah. Full thing yeah. I do know that this is where having a, either at this time of year going outside and doing some of it, yeah. but then also having a variety of different ways that you can do the grounding at home yep. to ease into some people can't do eight hours right away. Yes. That's a good way to do it. Yeah. yeah. For most people though, eight hours, it's like recharging every night. It'll yeah. improve your sleep and pain and sleep were the two first things ever found to be uh, alleviated from just grounding alone. Yeah. Grounding yeah. Alone. yeah. This is why here in Minnesota, winter can stink for everybody. It's not only oh, yeah. is it cold and we don't have any sunshine, we can't step on the ground. Yeah. Yep. And same thing with Canada, Alaska, mm -hmm. and you know, further yep. north you get. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So I hope that was helpful, everyone. Uh, we will be back into our normal uh, schedule soon. And I know I'm supposed to make an announcement on something, Marquis. Yes, what yes. was that about? Our 5K. Yes. <laughs> That's coming up. <laughs> right. We are at, at this uh, current air date. We are two days away from our 5K, Saturday, July 8th. We encourage anyone and everyone, if you can make it, just uh, come sign up. We, we need uh, runners. This is for a good cause. It's for the nonprofit State of Grace Foundation, which helps to pay for people who can't afford functional medicine healthcare. Yeah. And so it's very, very important. It's a fun event. We're going to have a jumpy house barbecue. We have a bus coming. This bus will have our M equipment on it, which is our M sculpt, M cella. And uh, it'll talk about M face. You can get some complimentary treatments to get an idea of what that looks like. And it is... I'm just going to say this. We have uh, one patient who um, was diagnosed with MS, been using the M equipment, and she was told she'd never be able to walk again without support or help. And her goal was to walk two miles because she's doing a tour in Israel. And so that was her goal. And um, she is now uh, well on her way to reaching that goal and uh, currently walk able to walk 1.2 miles, which is, yeah, she was told she's never going to walk again. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... So very, very exciting. A lot of good stuff. Uh, we hope to see you there. Even if you're not going to walk or run, come hang out and uh, check out the, the the bus. That's this Saturday, July 8th. And uh, we start at 10 a.m. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for the race. And then we hang out for a little bit. And we've got the bus coming at noon. So it's just a fun day, and the weather looks good, actually. Does, that, not, yeah, too not, not too hot. Not too hot. We're worried about that. Yeah, it's been like a heat wave here, so... Yeah. So, yeah, if you want to run barefoot, you can, but that's not necessary for this one. I might, yeah. yeah. Josh, look at my, yeah, yeah. yeah, I've got my toe shoes on right now. 
So yeah, we look forward to it. We do this every year. So if you can't make it this year, and even if you um, can't make it, you can go to our website, officialsynapse.com, set the pace, um, 5K, and you can make a donation. So we have people who are um, just donating to the cause, uh, just got a very generous gift yesterday Mm -hmm. from someone who couldn't make it, who uh, wanted to come. Uh, And then we also, for those that are listening, if you've experienced Synapse or you just like what we do, uh, please go to Google and leave us a review. We have someone that is uh, willing to donate $50 per Google review up until the 5K event. So if you can't make it and you want to make a difference, leave a Google review, preferably five stars, (laughs) not one. But uh, um, leave a Google review just about, even if these podcasts have helped you or anything about Synapse, we appreciate uh, all of you who are listening, and um, yeah, that's uh, that's uh, it. I'm looking forward to Saturday. Yeah, me too. It's it's a good event. It's fun. Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. All right, until next time. This is Dr. Troy, Marquis, Dr. Josh signing off. Thank you for listening to the Synapse Nips podcast. If you like what you heard, subscribe to the podcast and share the podcast. To learn more, check out our website at www.officialsynapse.com. Until next time, this has been Synapse Snips Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. This podcast is for information purposes only and should under no circumstances be considered medical advice or a substitute for medical care. Any information given in this podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat any disease and is at the user's own risk. Please first consult a licensed healthcare professional.